Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from emosocialclub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie. I'm not live right now, but that's where not we broadcast all. you from. From rainy and uh, from rainy and chilly Chicago, Illinois, after just returning from sunny and windy Las Vegas, Nevada, where we were at the When We Were Young Festival. We made it there. Um, somehow we made it after a chaotic week. We'll get more into that. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was a, it was a windy, windy, <laughs> wild It was a weekend. whirlwind of a time. <laughs> it was a get whirlwind, it? windy, get it? while we were hanging weekend. I try to make it as alliteration as I could there. I'm sorry. It's a lot of W's. It's alliteration, baby. <clears throat> baby. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we, we were out there for a week, so we are tired and that's why there was no podcast yesterday, but, uh, we have a few stories of the first weekend quote question mark because it was really only one day. So we have, uh, we have some thoughts on it when we wanted to get those out this week for you real quick before, you know, it leaves your memory and you're like when we were young, but I'm old and I don't have, I can't remember. So that's why this episode exists. Uh, for me, a quick little summary of my time there. I saw a gigantic line outside of the festival from my hotel room that went around the block. Uh, Lizzie, I think you were already in that line by that time that I saw that. We sped walked and bypassed the line. I don't think we were supposed to, but we did. So we got in very quickly. <laughs> okay. So uh, if you were a scam artist, you didn't have to wait in that line. Uh, that was... That was Lizzie's decision. Uh, but I, I I basically just said, you know, uh, I should mention we went on Sunday. We went on the day. So like this isn't a matter. You know, don't worry about Saturday. Saturday got canceled. We didn't go. We we'll don't know how it was. that part, too. Don't worry. Yeah. We don't know what happened. We just saw that there's wind. So whatever. Uh, I saw the line. I saw like some tweets about how long it was taking people to get in. There's a lot of commentary on that on the Internet. And obviously bands started at like noon. The 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 doors opened at like 10 a.m. and I see this gigantic line and I'm like I don't understand why you know it's it's taking so long to get people in here but whatever uh I'll just go when I'm ready so had to miss a few bands get in there uh and then all I saw were lines inside of the fest to everything <laughs> so I'm like wa waiting through lines walking through lines getting into stuff and then all of a sudden like oh there's like a band or two playing I guess but just surrounded by lines for food, surrounded by lines for getting a wristband to be 21 years old, waiting in like the four hour long merch line. It's very confusing to me. Uh, so that was my day. <laughs> Lizzie, how about you? So <laughs> I had the adverse experience, I feel like. So granted, we the night before. So I was supposed to go Saturday and that obviously didn't happen. Me and my friends were literally walking out of the hotel room. I checked my phone. I said, guys, the show's fucking canceled. Then we had 20 whole minutes of pure terror and panic as we tried to get on StubHub and immediately crashed. Immediately crashed. Um, luckily, shout out to the homies, um, Craig and Rob, and also John for coming on through and giving us their extra passes in our group chat because then we only had 20 minutes of panic and we ended up getting like at least $500 refunded back to us. So we saved money in the long run. So cool on that. So my friends and I get there Sunday. We get there around like noonish because I wanted to see Hawthorne Heights at 1245. So our Uber driver was also a fucking riot. She was great. But um, we get <laughs> dropped off. We're walking and then we're like, yo, this fucking line. I tried to tweet something out. Um get we get in though because we realize it's just like herd mentality get in we see just like it's like an overwhelming because there's just so many people everywhere and i've been to a lot of festivals before but this just seemed like way too big for some reason and like disorganized so <clears throat> by the time we get in 
Um, I will say the one biggest thing that I had a compliment was the fucking bathrooms were like running like clockwork and were always clean and there's always like toilet paper for the most part. Dude, I'm about to I'm about to argue with you on that. I think you had a really I think it's because you were a guy. So I think there's that. And I'm sorry about that. Actually, I'm not really sorry about that. Um, (laughs) But um, there were issues. Apparently, there was a GA pit that I was unaware of. Me and my friend tried to get in. Whole nother mess that we will get into. I don't know if I told Brian about this even. Um, But. It was great because um, I, I at least saw, like, the most of the bands I wanted to see. I saw Hawthorne Heights when we were walking in. Um, and then me and my friends kind of, like, just squatted for, the like, the rest of, like, the five hours of the night because they were just back-to-back at the stage, the two main stages. And we had a good time being in the back because we were able to just jump around and, like, skank in our own little pit with each other instead of dealing with a bunch of fucking normies who don't know what's going on. So... I, I feel like it's 50 50 because it's a new fest so I try to keep that in mind so I'm more on like the positive side of it but I, obviously I have some negs too yeah I a lot of people were like yeah this is a new fest and I was like literally every band on this festival has done festivals before everybody who has run this festival has done festivals before every city has gigantic festivals Every Vegas hotel <laughs> has <laughs> fucking festivals. Like it, it is like this idea that you're like, ah, it's the first time doing it. It's also at a festival grounds. So there's also the fact that it is at a place built for festivals. So I do have an argument against, oh, it's the first time. There is a reason. And this is going to be the start of my con, my, 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 my cons. Uh, we're going to do a little bit of cons. We'll get into some some pros but i'm starting with cons i'm, I'm hitting cons <laughs> hard heated. dude feeling bored Ooh. well don't be alternative pop artist penny board is on the road this october from the 27th through halloween the dallas-based artist makes stops in tulsa topeka chicago and nashville they'll perform songs like cherry chapstick gemini along with nostalgic covers and new songs tickets are on sale now we promise It'll cure your boredom. You've been to a show where there were like seven bands on the bill and it started at like 6 p.m. and went to 10 p.m. You've been to that show. That show sucks. (laughs) That show is not fun. And one of the reasons that like those shows happen is because you know that like the bands individually will not be able to sell enough tickets to make the show worth doing. So what you do is you just try to maximize the amount of small audiences that will come through the show, buy tickets to the show. Maybe they only come for like the first band and then they leave. Maybe they only come for the headliner and then they, they you know, they, they come late. So like that's the goal of doing like a big lineup like that. So if you ever see like a show on and the lineup is like, you know, six bands and you're like, dude, like, I don't want to go to that. That's just so many bands in the lineup. That's why this is that (laughs) this is exactly that this is, this is, we wanted to have 50 bands on the lineup because we didn't think that any of these would sell what I'm assuming is true. 80,000 tickets per day. So you're saying 80,000 people were going to buy, you know, tickets to this space, which I do not firmly believe was built to adequately house 80,000 people in one space because you can't like, that's just not how anything is built. Uh, so I, I, will, I do think I will say though, cause um, I'm in a, I'm in a Facebook group for when we were young fest and that's how I've been finding out about certain things that were coming up. And somebody did ask how many people were there on Sunday. And I guess um, I forgot who reports it in Vegas, but they said it was about over 65,000 people. Okay. Originally, it was supposed to be 80K, but obviously, like, people left, people sold the tickets, people just didn't go, what, you know, whatever the fuck yeah, it was. Yeah, a lot of people so. a lot of people sold their tickets from, from Sunday uh, to people who were not able to go on Saturday. My 80,000 number is coming from uh, the Hawthorne Heights Post when they announced that they were going to do a little, like, hotel set, which I was at because it was at my hotel. Uh, and, so upset I uh, could not get in. Brian texted me. Um, He's like, Lizzie, you can't get in here. And I'm like, Literally, I'm so as pissed. soon as I got there... Uh, it was literally like because it, it was it was walking distance from the festival grounds. Yeah. So like 
they said like 80,000 people just descended upon this hotel at 430 in the afternoon. And the hotel does not have the capacity or the ability to do that. My Uber driver said, I've never seen this many people at this hotel before. Uh, I had to walk up to the front gates where there was armed security with my hotel key out because they were only letting people who were actually staying in the hotel in. So I got to at least step in and see it from a very far distance where the sound system didn't reach. The only way that I heard your guardian angel by red, uh, red jumpsuit apparatus was because the audience was singing it. So I did not actually hear red jumpsuit apparatus play it technically Uh, that that chaos. But that 80,000 number is coming from Hawthorne Heights posting that that was how I'm, I'm assuming that's maybe like the cap on most the likely. That's what yeah. I were to think. So like they're saying that if it was sold out 80,000 people, let's assume that it was, you know, 65,000, though, if we want to say 65,000 people is probably more accurate number. Still too fucking many. Yeah, <laughs> because those lines were because everybody wanted to do shit at the same time. Right. The food lines were literally right at the beginning of when you walk in. So you're walking through a bunch of lines just to get into the festival because all the people are waiting to get into to get to get their food. And it's like, dude, why? Why is this? And there's also multiple other food vendors, but the lines aren't shorter. It's every line. <laughs> well, it, it, the food line reminded me of uh, Riot Fest this past year on the Friday, which is the day that Mike Kim was playing. Mm-hmm. And just like so many fucking people were there. Mm-hmm. And also, I think this makes end up sounding gatekeepy halfway through with maybe things that I say as somebody. I'm gatekeeping eating. I'm gatekeeping everything <laughs> at this festival, actually. Gatekeep food, dude. <laughs> but you had a lot of people who, one, who were like, we're not aware of like what a festival period would be in like 2022 and then also like the food lines were were crazy long like me and my friends waited for about like a solid hour to get food so that's like an hour out of our day right there we're missing missing bands um at least for me too one of the cons was i personally like walking around to different activations so that's like um like Sirius XM was a sponsor and me being a fucking nerd. I'm like, oh, I want to go see the Sirius XM activation <laughs> and like talk to people there. Um, but I couldn't because I was bouncing between band to bands or being like, I need to go eat. I need to go get water. I need to go to the bathroom. And then I immediately need to go get to the next set of whoever the fuck I wanted to see. So I wasn't even able to like go and like enjoy that part. I didn't even get to see like half of the area, half of the half of the stages because there was just no bands I wanted to see on that. But if I had at least like 30 or 45 minutes like in between certain band sets and I wasn't waiting in line, I could have probably just ran around and like, oh, like I didn't see like the green set until like the middle of the night when we're walking over stripe set. Yeah, the stripes. The, yeah. yeah. I didn't even know that. I didn't have no idea where it was for most of the day. It was like seven o'clock. And I'm like, I had no idea this was even fucking here. And yeah. they had all this other activations. They had like a donut truck. I was like, I missed all this because I was mainly between the checkered stage and pink and black. And I never saw any other stage. And I tried to get lined up for merch. Me and my friend were like, oh, maybe if like we put one of us here and we swap out or something. Didn't work. My friend ended up... um when we were uh, waiting for bring me the horizon and going to Paramore, she said, I'm going to go get a sweater cause she was cold and she waited in line. And I was like, cool. But she didn't come in till like maybe I think like three songs in from Paramore and she left right before bring me the horizon started. So I thought that was absolutely silly cause they only had three merch outlets and one of them was VIP access only, which doesn't mm-hmm. help us or GA whatsoever. I mean, I, I thought it would be like Riot Fest where you would have like at least try to have like mini merch stands. Like maybe you didn't have the full line of merch, but you had at least like a couple of merch or even at Lala because this is like pretty similar capacity size to Lala where you would have like that big Lala store and then like a separate artist merch area. But then you still have like a pop up shop outside. I mean, Emo Night LA did a pop up shop for their like merch. I don't understand why when we were young didn't think to do that and then i was also saying like oh i'll just buy it when it goes up online but i've been hearing rumors that they're not gonna do that which i think would be really stupid yeah, especially i'm, I'm gonna let all those rumors go away i don't care about those yeah, kinds I, of rumors it's like, I'm oh, like I, uh, that would be money. the stupidest thing because they lost a bunch of fucking money from saturday like yeah. i don't think yeah. that they would just not I, yeah no that's put just... it up i will say me and my friends did get matching when we were young bucket hats though like 
<laughs> fine. But yeah, they're they're gonna put that shit up. I'm not listening to any rumors about anything because I think that like this whole thing has just been a, a, a as we are seeing from the My Chemical Romance uh, uh, response uh, to their set. Everybody is just like, yeah, this is a nostalgia cash grab, cash grab, cash cap. Uh, so cash cap. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the, the, the idea that like they're not going to try to make more money is just absolute bullshit. I'm not going to believe that until they say, yeah, sorry. Hope everybody had a good time. And then just never put anything up. Whatever. Um, that's probably somebody who's like, oh, they're probably not going to post anything. But check out my eBay store. <laughs> like, yeah, no, no, thank you. Um, I. I think that it's just that the festival grounds were not like like Lollapalooza has more space. This is also making for me a very clear uh, understanding of how like in Chicago we have our festival grounds as Grant Park kind of. But there is no like festival grounds space dedicated to like all of these things. Grant Park is the closest thing we kind of have. Uh, but, but mostly like they use city parks for this kind of shit. Well, also and, the same thing is Grand Park is under a monopoly for, for Lollapalooza right. for at least 10 and more years. And that's what I'm saying is like we know that if there's a festival ground space and festivals can all use it, that obviously is a benefit. But it also has to be the right space for how many people you're going to get. So having like a Grant Park space is obviously gigantic in the context of like Chicago having a massive group of people uh, there and putting up those kinds of numbers and having more space, having more band separation throughout the day, having more people spread out throughout the crowd, not having like a My Chemical Romance level band that is the, like we saw it at Riot Fest where it's like, dude, there's literally only one band on at this time. You're going to watch My Chemical Romance. Having anybody competing with them, it's like, yeah, no one's going to rush to the other side of the field to watch Kitty. And I love Kitty. I have nothing bad to say well, about no Kitty one, at all. No one's also going to run across the field. Be like, I'm going to see Landon Barker, Travis Barker's son perform. Like it's just you're not going to pull like like you have gigantic bands on the bill for a reason. They are all going to sell it out. But you're also not then going to have everybody in one single space and you are not going to be able to build a space that fits 65,000 people in, in, in watching the same band. You are literally doing something that is going to attract 65,000 people to come do it. Like giving away like fucking free money at this fucking thing. Everyone's going to just show right up there. And obviously we saw that when everybody showed up to the fucking strat to see Hawthorne Heights and no one could get in. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think that definitely like overpacking it was one thing. I think that like having these long lines uh, really bugged me, too, because like you said, like you have to stand in it for like an hour. I think I waited in a line for 45 minutes for food, but at least I was like standing next to the stripe stage. So I got to see like the Wonder Years while waiting in line. So it's like, cool. I get to see a band at least while I'm waiting for a pulled pork sandwich, which is not worth the price that I paid for it at all. Uh and then, uh, yeah, at least at least like that part is is OK if you're there. But if you're not, if you're like at the other stages and you're waiting for food, you're not seeing anybody. Then you've got bands playing for like 30 minutes, playing all their hits for 30 minutes. And then like they're all spread out. So you're 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 going to have to lose an hour of seeing bands. And this would be my biggest argument about the cost of the fest, the cost of going to the fest and the cost of being at the fest. I did not pay this money to wait in a bathroom line for an hour. I did not pay this money to then wait for food for an hour. And I did not pay this money to wait for two hours for merch. So if you say, let's say that like it's an eight hour festival, half the time is spent waiting in line for one thing. And then, okay, cool. Now I'll get in this other line. I'll have a beer, but I know that if I have one beer, I'm going to be waiting in line for one hour just to use the bathroom one time. That to me is like, no, nah, that 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 was like my uh, my my cutoff point where I was like, dude, I, I'm I'm done. Like after uh, uh, Avril Lavigne played and then Bright Eyes went on, I was like, you know what? I'm good. I understand like my chemical romance, uh, Paramore and Bring Me the Horizon are three of my favorite bands. And I said, I'm good. I, I, I can't be here anymore. Like. I had to walk outside of the park to go use the porta potties because I was like, I'm not waiting for an hour in a line to use the bathroom. Like I'm just not. And then they said two re-entries allowed. And I'm like, nah, 
Like you got the fucking bathrooms over there, man. I'm re- I'm en- I'm I am re-entering as often yeah. as I want because re-entry is the only way I can use the fucking bathroom. That was my limit, man. That's that's the heat yeah. I'll get. That's my main my main argument for this is yo bathroom lines at an hour bathroom lines at 45 minutes dude bathroom lines period you don't have to have those you could have had more fucking bathrooms <laughs> yeah i think the biggest thing so i remember i tried to text so there was also like no fucking signal either like there was none zero so zero if you signal. wanted to coordinate like trying to meet with people absolutely not happening hope it you was, don't like your friends hope, hope you, you fucking hate your hope friends you come in with at least one other bestie and you stay together the entire fucking time or you're or Lock that's it in. you're alone that's no. it dude that oh i spent an hour trying to find my fucking friends too at least i got to like stand and watch uh like taking back sunday and jimmy world during that time but you're like dude <laughs> Why can't I fucking text my friends yeah, at a festival? I, I know that that's probably like something that's way bigger than everybody else involved, but that was like really frustrating because if we had also known that that would be an issue, we all probably would have coordinated way better and like been more aware. Like I never saw Brian at the concert whatsoever. No, could not find each other. Couldn't find each other. And like, that's the thing. Like, it's hard to like miss at least me. And I was with a group of people, but even like I got your four foot nothing. I got a big bowl in my hair. That's all like, you can so? give you. Four foot nothing. It's a big bowl. Four, I'm five foot one and a half. How nah. dare you? Nah. But like I lost my friends because I wanted to see um, the starting line. And they went to go see a um, another band. I don't remember who. But they went over there. And then I was able to move up like almost to the barricade for 303. Had a great time at 303. And I knew my friends were going to be there because we had like kind of talked about it very loosely. And I was only assuming where Brian would be because I didn't know his schedule, but I know what bands he liked. So I could kind of figure where he would be. But like after I, I think I wasn't at any of them. You were not I literally. I, the only band that I really wanted to see was Armor for Sleep at the time that I was there. And I yeah. got to see Armor for Sleep. And then that was it. That was I it. walked all the way back to the Stripe stage, stayed there for like the next two hours. So there's just no way like there was just no way to contact anybody. No, there was no way. Like I said to my friends because I found two of them. And I said, oh, my God, like, we need to stay together. Um, I ended up going with my one friend, Marlene. We tried into GA Pet for Pierce the Veil. Absolutely did not happen. This is where I had a fucking issue. And this is where I have a fucking issue with goddamn normies coming into the scene. I know there's a whole other. There's now a lot of issues going in. Arc. There's a, <laughs> my girl boss gatekeeping arc has arrived. But <laughs> listen, the scene's supposed to be accepting and everything. I totally understand and get it. But when you have all these people coming in, <laughs> when you have all these people coming into a festival, once they're maybe never been to a festival before, they've never been to like an emo fest before, possibly. So you have a lot of like preconceived notions that like actually don't vibe in the area that we are in. So maybe they're used to going to like someplace like Lala, which is more traditionally like pop rock. Like they have rock bands, but it's more like poppy. You're there just to like just be there just to say you're there kind of thing. But you're not like getting in the pit and getting down dirty like you're at Riot Fest. Riot Fest is completely different. So that's what I'm used to and what I really, really like. Here, um, we were me and my friend were in for GA Pit, which there was VIP Pit, which was a way larger section than I thought it was going to be in front of the main stages. I don't like it had to be at least maybe like 30 rows of the front of the pit for VIP. And that was just VIP only. And it was completely fucking dead because I, all the bands were like, Hey guys, like jump up, like let's start a pit. But you could, they would like show the camera over these people. And they're like, clearly like they didn't know like the new songs. They didn't know like deep cuts. And it's like, again, like you can be there, obviously happy to have you here, but there are other people here who would absolutely enjoy it, who are actual true diehard fans. And you're just there because you can like whip out your card and be like, I can pay like $700 for one fucking ticket, which is wild to me um, because I would never pay $700 for a fucking ticket to a festival. And I never have. I've only bought GA ever in my life. Um, so that type of stuff is crazy to me. But when me and my friend were trying to get a JPEG for Pierce the Veil, um, we missed basically their entire set, even though we could see it like right there and hear it. Couldn't see it because we're actually both short. But I will say there's people around yeah. us who are really chill about it. There's this one guy. He literally opened up his phone camera and zoomed in. So like us and a few other people could like watch them, <laughs> which was very nice and wholesome. So if you're that guy, you're chill as fuck. 
cool. You guys want to watch the concert it. on my phone? Yeah. And you're like, thanks, dude. <laughs> Listen, it was like it was like good camaraderie from a good amount of people. So, but this is where the issue happened. This is where safety concerns came into play. Looking for some new music? The club has your back with our bangers only picks of the week. Friends of the Pod Virginity are expanding their minds with their new song. I'm expanding my mind. And it might do it so too when you listen to it. It's been a little bit since we've heard from Chelsea Grin, but they are back with a new single called Forever Bloom. And Guilt dropped their new song, The Shape of Tools. If you like what you hear, make sure to check out our Spotify playlist, Bangers Only, to keep up to date with the hottest tunes. So the GA pit area, uh, it it sounded like it was, okay, if you have like a group of people come out, like 20 to 50 people, then they'll send 20 to 50 people in. Okay, well, it's kind of like one in, one out, but not like fully one in, one out. So Pierce the Veil ends. And then the used are up next. And I'm like, I'm in the pit for fucking used. I'm going to kill my friend in this pit, like whole nine yards. Okay, the usual <laughs> stuff. So we're literally like right there. We're like two people behind, like getting actually in. So they're letting all these people out. There's no, there's one security guard there being super chill, but not like guiding people where to go out. And they're, they're not clearing the way. Cause this is just like a, just a block of people, a wall of people trying to get into the GA pit. So you have people just standing there waiting. You have some people in the back pushing to say like, just push to get in, which is again, another safety hazard. Then you had people coming out. Then eventually you had people coming on the other side. That was supposed to be the entry where me and my friend were. And they were trying to go through and push us back and push us through. And then that people in the back were pushing us. So that was a huge safety hazard. And me and my friend were like, listen, we're almost there. Like, whatever, it's going to get cleared up. The U started. They're like two songs in. This girl starts to fucking pound on my back. And scream and yell and say, we should fucking push them forward, jumping up, screaming in me and my friend's ear and like cursing out the security guards, cursing out these people, just trying to like get out of the pit area and everything where there's again, no securities there like guiding or directing anything. Um, And we were like, hey, shut the fuck up like and stop banging on my back or I am going to personally hit you and then it's not going to be good. And she just kept going and she was like screaming in everybody's ear. Like it was just so bad. And me and my friend just looked at each other like this is just not fucking worth it. Like when she started doing that, we said, we're done. We're done. We're not doing this anymore. And us trying to get out. We were like, hey, we're leaving. We're done. That was even hard to do. Even though we're like, hey, excuse me, please let us show. We just want to get to the outer layer of it. Um, and that was just a fucking hassle like the entire time. I mean, once we finally did, we found a spot and we're like, we were vibing with other people who are like super into the use. I mean, they fucking played blood in my hands. Lost my fucking mind. Um, Great. Awesome. I had a good time then. But during that time, I'm like, I'm glad there's camaraderie from some people. But when people get pissed, I don't know if it's again, because maybe they haven't been to a show or a fest in years because I've seen and like maybe it's also because I'm in the Facebook group. I know that apparently there's a discord group as well, um, but I'm not in that. And there's people like in the when we were on Facebook page like oh I'm like a parent I haven't been to like a concert or a fest like in like 10 years which is wild to me um (laughs) it's wild to me that somebody would have had kids in the last 10 years what do you mean (laughs) (laughs) but it's like okay you haven't been to these places like is this how you act like anywhere else like when when nothing happens like when you don't get your way or like something's like an inconvenience like It was kind of crazy to me. And my thing was people were also starting to say what they said when I was at my cam at Riot Fest, which really pissed me off. And I kind of scolded a lot of people. They're like, if you keep pushing or if you keep coming like through the out, the in through the out or whatever area of the gate, it's going to be like Astro World. But then there are people like actively trying to create an Astro type world situation on their own accord because they won't be fucking patient. 
and like they don't understand how like some fests just like go with things or instead of saying you know what i don't want to deal with this anymore like i'm just gonna leave you know and i'm just gonna get as far up close as i can get and go from there you know it, it that like blew my mind and made me really frustrated with like one i guess like more over the security because there should have just been more mm -hmm. security in that area because it was just a hot mess. It was also right next to the bathrooms. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you want to go to the bathroom, it's like, which one is the bathroom area? Which one's the J area? And, like, I'd be like, oh, I need to go to the bathroom. And like, you're trying to push to the front and cut me. And I'm like, first of all, there's no line here. This is a chaotic mess. I'm trying to go <laughs> pee, okay? I'm going this way. Let me through. I'm begging you. But, like, once that hit for me, at least, and we just ended, I ended up just sticking with my one friend. We were walking around. We found our other friend while we were walking to um, our, like, we, we said, like, let's meet up by the when we were young, like, arch sign in the front. That's where we're going to meet in case we lose each other. Hope for the best. Our in-between time was, like, Jimmy Eat when, when, like, Jimmy Eat World was on. Okay? Mm. So we ended up finding all of our friends. Cool. Awesome. We're all together. And then we're like, we are not losing each other anymore. So if anybody else wanted to see any other bands, we said, no, fuck it. Like, we're just going to stay together because we can't reach each other. I don't know how it's going to be getting out of here after the fest. And, you know, I'm the only one who had the battery charger. So, like, everyone had to stay or someone at least had to stay with me. They had to, to charge their phone. So that part was really frustrating. Um, but then afterwards, once we kind of got into the black pink area, which were the main stages, we just basically plopped a squat. Literally, like we sat down for some sets. We stood up for some sets and had our own little area, which was fine. Um, a Day to Remember was on. I was also kind of like tired and chilly at this point. So I was kind of like, do I really want to stay the rest of the time? But then I was kind of like revitalized by a time like Bring the Horizon came on. So I was like ready to fucking go. But I think it was also because I had not had water all day. Mm -hmm. So I think that was also it. Um, but when A Day to Remember was on, we were on the black by the black stage in the back area. They were on the pink stage. So we're kind of diagonal. But everyone's just like going back and forth because you can't move anywhere at that point. Um, and like some mini mosh pits opened up near us, which was fine because they said, hey, open it up. And I said, cool, cool. Love it. Like, I don't want to get in for a day to remember because like I don't really care much about them personally. But whatever. I enjoy a good pit. So I was like right next to them. I was like, you know, pushing people, whatever. This dude like goes down. He falls in the middle of the pit and nobody picks him up. And I'm like screaming, like, like yo, pick him up. Some old guy, like punk guys in front of me, like really and they're like, yo, fucking pick him up. And like we're screaming at people. One person stops. This is probably like a good like one minute of us screaming in this pit of people like pick this guy up. They're literally like walking over him, trampling over him. And I'm like, go fucking pick him up. What is your goddamn problem? Like, we don't do that here. And then I like I saw that my friends saw where I said, no, if like if there's a pit, it's like just, it's just only us. Like we're not like these people don't fucking care because they're either fucking normies, they're assholes or they haven't been to a show in so fucking long that they just don't have etiquette anymore. And for me, as somebody who's always in the pit and it's always like just going to get fucking knocked on my ass because I'm so short. Um, if, if somebody can't pick up this guy was probably around your height, Brian, like he was pretty tall and like they didn't even went to go get him and he couldn't get up on his own. I said, absolutely not. Like. I think my issue was more with one security and also two, just the people who were there, just because there's also people who are like not into like, yeah, like, let's have a good time. Like, let's have fest. People are just like pissy. And, like, entitled. And, again, I think it comes down to this fest was so fucking expensive. I mean, I bought four GA tickets for me and my friends. And it came out to about $1,500. And 300 I think it was, like, 325 was just service fees. So that was, like, the cost of one ticket. And service fees. And, like, again, I could not justify VIP. I could not justify GA+. I, I, for, I can never really justify that for any festival, but especially for this festival where I wasn't sure how it was going to go. That That's what it came down to is you limited this fest by it being such a cash grab that people who actually really wanted to probably come to this and who are really avid fans could not attend because you aimed it at people who now have money but are probably like the epitome of like the pe like the shitty people we didn't want to like either become or ever deal with one in our lives. And now we kind of had to deal with that. And that that's where I had an issue with it. Um, like we were behind a lot of people, too, who were like when Paramore came on. First of all, they opened with all I wanted. So me and my friends were like, 
holy shit what is going on and then there's people in front of like why are you freaking out why are you yelling like because they don't know what's going on they don't they don't know anything other than the bangers um and they're like getting pissy with us and it's like okay then just fucking leave just like go somewhere else like if you're gonna be pissed that people are excited don't be at a fucking music festival or maybe learn (laughs) fucking more music like don't take that experience away from other people fully into the gatekeeping arc right now (laughs) lizzie 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 security was an issue security was a huge we cannot we cannot blame the fest for you being gatekeeping (laughs) i just know that's why i'm saying that security was a huge (laughs) issue all i wanted can we fucking get some security over here (laughs) no but like there was issues with security with the ga pit because that was just messy not i i my friend was no, like, I mean, there's uh, one security guy, and I'm like, I didn't see him, but okay, I believe you. No, one security guy? Awesome. Cool. Yeah, for like the, for like the, hundreds of thousands of people, like not hundreds of like hundreds make, of people, absolutely not. No. That, it you doesn't need make more. sense to not have security for no, that amount of people. Absolutely not. And like not have any type of crowd control, then have people who are, th- then it get, comes to like just more of the audience, like who was there kind of made it not great. So it's not the festival itself. It's just, just the people just that it attracted. Just how Lizzie feels about them. Yeah, like I mean, granted, I've been to a lot of shows, and I've seen this consistently over the last couple of years that I've been going to shows, especially in the after a pandemic, after like TikTok has been curating a lot of like musical success for a lot of these bigger bands too. You get people who are just not versed in like the etiquette of concert culture, which again, like, cool, I'm glad you're here, but like, you need to be open to learning and like, not be a dick about it when you don't get your way, and like, learn patience about it. Because if you don't know, okay, cool, whatever, but. If you, but if you're willing to learn, even better, because then you're going to be more like, you know, acclimated and you're going to have a better time. Where if you're going to be like the chick who's banging on my back, screaming in me and my friend's ear, trying to shove us and cause a crowd surge because she can't be in the pit. Absolutely not. Like that is uncalled for. Yeah. No, that's that that's human etiquette, not a concert etiquette. Um, I think we can say that it was. It's very clear at this point through, uh, like I mentioned, My Chemical Romance had on their. their <laughs> I have a lot that of was so, thoughts about oh this. Oh my god, I, 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 we were having the it, best so time. The 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 band wore their Revenger outfits, but then they wore like prosthetic makeup and masks to sort of showcase that like they are they like, uh, aging and uh, like. Look, I have the same issue with that that I have with a lot of other like artisty things where it's like. Hey, can you just like tell us exactly what you want us to know? Because right now you're like hinting at it and then you're going to let everyone take away their own thoughts on it. Fine. But it, it feels like you're trying to tell us something. And I would like to know what it is specifically you are trying to tell us. I think that it's trying to say like. This is going to, you know, I'm going to post my my our YouTube video. Have you my just take seen on it that. on Twitter? On Twitter, because it's all yeah, on Twitter. Yeah. 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 But, do you remember the YouTube video that we made where we talked about it and I was like, my theory on this is that my chem doesn't want to do this fucking reunion. My chem is just doing this because there's a lot of people that are trying to make money off of my chemical romance. Yeah. And they're like, no, we're not going to let you do that without us. And we're not going to have uh, no, no uh, uh, chance to make our own artistic uh, 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 opinions on it or effect to it. It's hard to say because it's like, did they have any artistic in like, like, build up to this did they have anything artistically going into this fe- th- this uh entire festival this entire tour it feels like this fest was like kind of like a culmination point because like they obviously haven't said much about this at any other shows or done anything about it and i do think that it is very clear that that's what their goal is here is to kind of point at and and, and talk about nostalgia culture and this nostalgia fest but also like bro you've been on tour <laughs> for like a while now yeah. like you could have just said at any time what you think and what you felt but you've just sort of like not said anything and that's leaving a lot of the doors open i'm also assuming that it is probably a live nation and probably a Ticketmaster thing where they cannot say anything about it at all for a long period of time because there is a lot of money in this and so any disparaging comment will affect how those tickets sell or would they i fucking doubt it no i don't yeah. th- I think this is all, and Lizzie and I have a very strong anti-clout message for everybody. So, like, I think this is a lot of, like, 
Ticketmaster and and Live Nation and these companies that understand that there is a lot of money in this. Again, book a lot of bands on the bill. You know it'll sell out. You know that there will be everybody there. You know it'll get a lot of attention. You know it'll sell a lot of merch. And you want to hold the fuck onto that and like like wrap your arms around it and hold it to yourself so that nobody else can do anything with it. Nobody can hurt it. Nobody will hurt your precious little baby uh, bands that you're still ownership of. Uh, I fucking hate that shit. And I wish that uh, my chem could do whatever they wanted to do. On the other hand, all the bands that I saw every band that played that day, 110%. Like they were all oh, fucking yeah. incredible. There was, there was no band performance. I saw that day. There was anything less. There were some tech issues with some of them. Yeah. All of them fucking killed it though. Like, I Everyone put their fucking heart and soul into their sets that day. Yeah, like the starting line. That was the first band I really like saw. Saw like their full set. They absolutely fucking like killed it. And also like it's my second time seeing them. So I was absolutely like stoked on it. Mm-hmm. Um, But like they were like, yeah, guys, like we're so fucking happy to be here. Like we can't believe that this is like a whole thing. And like I saw 303 immediately after them and they fucking put everything. They brought Charlotte Sands out to do my first mm-hmm. kiss. Lost my fucking mind. Mm-hmm. Um. They played their 100 Gex song. Nobody went off. It was very upsetting, but I did. And I was a menace to people, most likely, but I do not yeah. care. There's someone, with an, there's someone with an opposing podcast, I assume, that is just like, this girl is just going off to the song. Nobody knows. Like, it's being real gatekeepy about new shit. <laughs> it's, it's like, I just want you to play 100 Gex and that's it. Like, There's listen. somebody else who is saying the exact same thing about you that you said oh, about I know. somebody else on this podcast. Oh, I know. But I'm also, uh, I'm here for a good time. And that's where concerts are for, is to go off not just kind of stand there it's like, true mm. i know, think that I mean, is if you like, to like a classical concert yeah but like chill it, chill is chill, chill. don't talk don't call out people who like classical i music. mean it's cool like yeah the classical you could chill like just sit them like yeah like and that's probably nice i've never been to one but i imagine that like it's fancy and cool cool you but sound like different. you sound like you're really knowledgeable and you really care about it <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying by comparison <laughs> for it but every single band i saw was like they really loved it and they were like giving their all to it so yeah. I will also point out, um, because I obviously stayed for the last set of bands, uh, Bring Me the Horizon stopped their set for like a full probably like three minutes because somebody passed out in the front and they're like, we're not we're not restarting. And there's like people behind me being like, come on, come on with the show. And he and that was behind me. And there's people obviously in front that are closer to him doing it, too. And he's like, well, we got to make sure everyone's OK. Like, we're not going to, like, let somebody get hurt. And then that happened with Paramore, too. Somebody apparently passed out there. And, like, and now they're, like, three minutes. And, like, other people, again, hey, move on with the show. And she was, like, we just have to make sure everyone's cool. Everyone's okay. And then we get, we'll get on with it. And I'm, like, that's, like, the good shit energy that, like, mm-hmm. we needed. And that's what I appreciated. I guess it happened at a couple other sets, too. But I'm not too sure which ones. But I like to see that consistently. Yeah. Um, Especially after, again, like, Everyone always likes to reference Astroworld because that was like the bit largest tragedy that has happened with festivals and overcrowding lately. And like, I don't see that happening in the scene per se, especially from like the performers, like not stopping and doing it. Cause I feel like people, um, we know how crazy it can get, especially with these larger acts doing these festival shows, especially. And they like are more cognizant enough to it. But like, oh, hey, like pop like, shit there, dude. It's like, yeah. It's like, like again, shit, it comes man. down to like just like, shitty people who are like in the audience like making shitty things happen because they're impatient or they think they're entitled to something more it's uh it, yes again just just lizzie gatekeeping it from people oh <laughs> but my God. if you are going for the the next weekend if you're going on saturday uh i very much do believe that watching the band seeing the bands perform was the best part of it uh the bands are doing their goddamn best out there um probably like some boring behind the scenes shit but i'm like my my assumption is like the unions and the people who build these stages and work on the actual production side of things the people who are working the sound the people who are are making sure the bands are all running on time the bands who are or the, the the people who are like working at each of the stages obviously have an important and crucial job to making the show good 
they are not the ones involved in the process of how many bathrooms will we have? How will the food yeah. lines run? How will the beer tents run? How do we make sure that the merch lines get through? So like all my complaints have nothing to do with the it, bands. It's more on like the main organizers that are Live Nation yes. and Ticketmaster because of like strategical errors is yes. what it comes down to. And I also read um a few tweets from people who were working at the fest or people who are like playing in the bands behind the fest and they were like yeah everyone treated us great we like anything we asked for or needed they immediately got it for us everyone was super nice and super caring so like there's that i think it's just more of the logistical things yeah. like i feel they got on... halfway into it and they said oh shit we've bit off more than we could chew but we can't link back out now like we have to like keep doing uh, the best yeah. we can kind of yeah i mean like there there was a tweet going around like it's going to be a shit show and i don't think that that tweet was was with was with any knowledge or was with any comprehension of like what a shit show would look like because i think that like the main thing you're going to think when you see like oh it's going to be a shit show is the bands aren't going to play band like we think firefest where it's like no blink 182 just pulled out right yeah so no, like these bands that played. wasn't going to happen that was that was never an issue the bands were always going to show up the bands were always going to play because that side of it was well done uh, that side of it could happen and that side of it was never going to have a problem. The side of it that was organization wise had more to do with tents had more to, uh, uh, with, with food and all that uh, that would create more of a, of a buildup at those places. And obviously, as a concert goer, somebody who is just buying a GA ticket, going to experience the fest, you are going to have a much more difficult time getting your money's worth out of that. And that is my issue, especially when bands are calling out the capitalism of the the overall like experience of nostalgia fest and then seeing something as as a is a massive monstrous cash grab by giant corporations to put it at a tiny not tiny but you know not big enough for the amount of people that were there yeah uh so um yeah i i, I guess to leave it on a positive note uh because we can uh, we can wrap up this episode i think that is our the majority of our takes on the fest yeah. We'll hope to see what happens on this next Saturday, the second day of the three day yeah, the festival. Whole second day. <laughs> the, it's the second day they can do it. I will also add canceling for the win that day was actually a very yeah, good choice. At first we were me and my friends were like, this is a bad. We <laughs> were also on our balcony. On it our wasn't about the day. Was like, it was about watching like desert like sandstorms yeah. in the distance. And also later on at night, the winds got way fucking worse. So yeah. like they canceled for the right good. reasons that me, is a good positive thing that they for, did for reference me and my friends tried to walk literally 10 minutes down the street to go to a korean barbecue on saturday night first of all we looked up i'm like is it gonna rain why is it so dark and i'm like oh no that's fucking dust blocking out mm -hmm. the sun mm -hmm. and then we get and then we're like almost blown over multiple times like a group of four of us almost blown the fuck full fuck over by wind and just dust everywhere dust in my eyes dust in my nose like my lips and nothing I, I it didn't matter All how Chicago much City I get people in, just dried not. out dried we up dried out, there. out I'm so happy I have a facial booked for Saturday I am okay. um, anyway my, I, yeah it, it was a lot so at the end of it I'm glad that they did cancel it Sucks was for a good those choice. who could not go Saturday yes who uh, could not get tickets but we, yeah. we all figured it out but the bands were great. If you're yeah. going on Saturday, this Saturday, you will still have a very good time. Be prepared for a lot of the stuff that we mentioned, because I'm assuming it's going to be the exact same yeah. shit. Just be but... a good person and like just <laughs> yeah. be aware of what's going on. And just please like I think get a walkie talkie. What, yeah. What, what made it best for at least me and my group of friends is that once we found each other, we uh, just stay together the rest of the night. And like we just kind of scream saying in each other's face and mm -hmm. like beat up on each other and that like made things like 10 times <laughs> better for be us <laughs> like i mean when we saw my chem first of all they did this whole like time machine i originally thought it was like old radio noises like they were going back in time and then they did like more like kind of futuristic i'm like oh this is really really cool and then i was like oh man i thought they were gonna play planetary go there for a second but they played give them hell kids so me and my friends were like holy shit like screaming in each other's faces like freaking out which made us like have an even better time. And then they did play Planetary Go afterwards, which we flipped out to get about anyway. Then they played Death Wish, which we absolutely wanted to murder each other, like in our own little baby pit for. Um, 
so I think if you like make sure you stay with your group of friends that you come with or at least like a few people and like who have good energy and vibes everything I think we kind of talked about that's why at least for me I think like I ended up having a better experience because I was able to kind of stick with my friends once I found them again and we were like on the same page about what we wanted to do and we were just able to have like a best fucking time like we had a good time would I go back again Maybe not unless I knew oh, that I'm they not were going, going to. No, like I'm unless I knew on Dopey that they were like detailing things out or even just yeah. split it up to two days. I, I don't think I would go back personally. No. I think it was a good experience to have because I I'm a kind of like a, a my chem freak where every time that on this tour they were posting a set list every night and I like to follow along with that. So I would only want to do it for that reason. I'd be like, what set list are they playing tonight? Um, But that was like. I, that's what you're going to get out of it. So make sure if you go with your friends, you pick like a designated area. It's going to be like old school days when you didn't have a cell phone. So like it's true, like warp tour energy. Um, no, no contacts. <laughs> yeah, but those don't even work. Um, so I would say just do that. I think if you if you are going, like don't be discouraged, still go. But I personally wouldn't go back again unless they split it up into two days and they just like had way more space and more like areas for these yep. places to be and for people like in general and for people uh well yeah that's our takes uh if you've listened to this episode thank you uh for for enjoying it uh if you don't already you can follow us on the internet at emo social club on instagram you can follow us at x emo social club x on twitter and tiktok uh we have some content on all of those and uh probably just post more of our takes because i don't know we're a take podcast now or something we're a take. It, it's because we didn't have a guest uh this past week because we were gone oh you're at the fest yeah it's like yeah we're, we're at do? the fest i mean i i remember i texted brian i was like hey where are you because i had like a like a sliver of signal I said, kept for a saying, little bit don't. <laughs> and i was like hey how's it how's the fest going for you because i hadn't heard from him all day and he's like Never I, got that text. I was like Fuck. oh i got yeah i got that you, text know, you got that late, and i was like Whoa. I was like, no, I'm gone. Um, yeah, no. And then I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. And I remember I texted. I'm like, is it bad to say that? Like, I think like I've had more fun, like the whole weekend leading up to the fest than the fest day. And he's like, you know, that's the correct nope. energy. Nope. <laughs> nope, it is. Uh, we did a couple DJ nights and uh, we have more DJ nights in Chicago. So if you're in Chicago listening to this, uh, go check out those social medias. And uh, if I'm you're listening to this, there is a... Uh, there is a video version over on our YouTube channel. Uh, we have a lot of other interviews and such on there. I'm obviously hoping that this gets to people who don't normally listen to us as our take podcast version. Just remember, we also interview uh, some of your favorite bands, too. Yeah. So maybe you don't really know that we think you should know. Yeah. Uh, so we will uh, we'll be back uh, soon. We'll be back. Subscribe to this podcast and we'll be back with more guests more more the episodes that that we're normally doing in the future um but uh until then we love you um don't make it awkward and uh from all of us here at the emo social club podcast i'm brian and i'm lizzie <laughs> that's the dust i'm getting the dust yeah out. it's all the dust that's still there i can't put up enough chapstick to fix my lips dude right yes <laughs>